This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about the Beyond Meat Burger. Man, I tell you, this is popular. A lot more restaurants trying to introduce new products for consumers with this Beyond Meat Veggie Burger. The latest is... Oh, Mickey D's, really, McDonald's, the biggest fast food franchise in the world. They have got a Beyond Meat Burger now. They call it the PLT, so not a BLT like bacon, lettuce, and tomato. This is the PLT, plant lettuce and tomato. They're rolling that out in some locations in Ontario today. So this is kind of a test for McDonald's to see if people like this veggie burger, this Beyond Meat burger at McDonald's. Remember Tim Hortons tried one? It didn't really work out for them. But now Beyond Meats partnered up with McDonald's, the biggest chain out there. Let's talk about this now with my guest, Will Coggan. He's the director of research at the Center for Consumer Freedom. They've done a lot of research on Beyond Meat and uh, other meat alternative products. I'm very pleased to welcome him. Hi, Will. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for coming on. Would Would you try one of these McDonald burgers yourself? Oh, I definitely would. You know, I've, I've tried the Beyond Meat products before. You know that they have at the local grocery stores here. You know, we're based in in Washington D.C. Um, you know, they're, they're interesting. Uh, I, I didn't like it by, per se, <laughs> but you know, what's certainly with this sort of we call them veggie burgers 2.0. You know, you have the stuff that's been on the market for 20 years. That you know the frozen food aisle, you know, very processed, not very good. Tastes like cardboard. You know, this stuff definitely tastes a little bit different. It's got a a better mouthfeel to it for me, uh, yeah. but the the smell and taste were definitely off compared to real meat. Okay, I haven't tried one of these Beyond Meat burgers yet myself, but as I understand it, Will, one of the appealing parts of it is they're kind of juicy, right? Like they're not kind of dried out like you might get with a veggie burger. This one's actually got some real juice in there that makes it sort of I don't know, sort of seems like meat. More like meat, do you think? Yeah, it, it definitely uh, had had some good moisture. The one yeah. I tried, but yeah. the, uh, the there's another product that Burger King has uh, that's called uh, Impossible Burger, and that's supposed to have you know a juice that kind of quote bleeds like a real burger would. Yeah, yeah, it bleeds like real meat. But is the, what is this stuff like? These Beyond Meat burgers that McDonald's rolling out? How does that compare to actual meat, like real meat? Like, are these Beyond Meat burgers healthier for you? Well, no, and we're seeing a lot more coverage of this issue just coming out. So certainly, I think consumers are going to be curious. You know, they have been curious, saying, "Oh, well, you know, what's this new this new line of veggie burger products? Let me let me give it a try." Right. Um, but but a lot of people actually don't know what's in them. You know, certainly if you're buying any of these at a restaurant, you're not going to get an ingredient list with it, the nutrition label. And so a lot of people don't know that. You know, they, they, it's called plant-based burgers. And so a lot of people would assume, okay, plant-based that sounds healthier for me. Uh, you know, the word plant is you know very good. It sounds like vegetables. But it's really not. It's not any healthier for you than real meat, uh, like a lot of people assume it is. They they oftentimes have the same amount of calories as real beef, and they actually have much higher sodium, generally speaking. Okay, so what's in there? What are what are some of the ingredients so, so, in a beyond in a beyond meat uh, patty? Sure. Well, as you can imagine, you know they they engineer this stuff to to try to mimic as closely as they can real meat and. Yeah. Uh, to, put it, to put it bluntly, you know, plant-based burgers do not grow in a vine. 
you know, they, they, these are manufacturing laboratories and in factories. And so, you know, what what happens is they, they add a lot of processed ingredients to kind of give it that the same kind of texture and taste, you know, try to mimic real meat. So if you look on the ingredients labels, depending on the product, you know, I think Beyond Meat has, uh, I believe, over 20 ingredients in it. And other products that are out there, you might find that the supermarket would have over 40 in them. So the ingredients like methyl cellulose, uh, other chemical ingredients, preservatives uh, that have very long names uh, or, you know, sort of chemicals to help uh, with the taste uh, and the mouthfeel of the products that, that have very, very long names uh, that you'd be a chemist out to really know the formula for. So the highly processed or ultra-processed foods um, – and so that, that's how they make them taste like, you know, as close as they can, real meat. Okay, so they're highly processed foods, but they're obviously marketed as maybe better for you than, than meat or maybe people think they're healthier. I mean, when I took a look at some of the breakdown of the comparison between, say, like a Beyond Burger patty and, let's say, a lean ground beef patty, I don't know. I mean, the calories are about the same. There's saturated fat in a Beyond Burger, too, isn't there? Yeah, there certainly is. Yeah. You know, these these plant-based burgers, they might use, let's say, coconut oil uh, to help increase some of the flavoring there, and that has some saturated fat in it. So, uh, and certainly they, they have sodium to help preserve the products and to give it a little bit better taste as well. Uh, so certainly more sodium than you'd find in, in just natural beef. Um, so, so again, it's, you know, they've come up and they've really experimented over the years with trying to develop a formulation that's, that's closely, uh, as close to real meat as they can, they can come up with. But the, the problem is, at the end of the day, they can't get past the fact that, you know, real meat, you know, ground beef is going to have one ingredient, beef, right? And maybe add some salt and pepper to it for seasoning. Uh, but this stuff's going to have dozens of ingredients in it. Um, what's interesting, you know, certainly you mentioned Tim Hortons a moment ago. Yeah. So Tim Hortons has been doing a, a six-month or so test in Canada of these Beyond Meat products. And so they just recently rolled that back. They, you know, they've been testing them out and across Canada, and now they've, they've reduced their offerings of Beyond Meat to just Ontario and um, out your way in British Columbia. So it, that indicates that, you know, people may be curious and try this stuff, but it may just be kind of a short-term fad. You know, at, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, you know, if you add seasoning, ketchup, cheese, and a bun to something, you can make cardboard taste good um, just by <laughs> having, you know, having other stuff that, that adds more taste to it and might maybe mask the, the uh, taste one way or the other of these steak meat products. And I think there's more stories coming out from nutritionists and dietitians saying, you know, this, this so-called plant-based stuff is really, it's not any healthier for you. Uh, it's about the same, nutritionally speaking. And so people might just say, well, you know what, it's cool, but I'll have the real thing. Thank you. Okay, but you know what, it's interesting, like the, the, the Tim Hortons precedent there was an interesting one where it obviously didn't catch on with Tim Hortons customers, but man, that did not discourage McDonald's from getting on board the Beyond Meat train here. I mean, that's got to be the home run for Beyond Meat. Are you kidding me to do a deal with McDonald's? I mean, they got to be thrilled over there. Well, absolutely. I mean, they, they are the, you know, McDonald's is the number one burger brand in the world, so yeah. certainly it's, it's, it's big news. Uh, and again, I think you'll see a lot of people try the product in the short term. Uh, I, you know, if it comes to, to my area, I'll certainly try it just to see what it's like. Uh, but again, it, it's, is it going to last? We'll see. Uh, you know, I think, again, Tim Hortons got a lot of press. I think they were the, the first um, you know, restaurant in, in Canada to, to really roll it out widely. And you know, again, after some months, they said, it seems certainly like they, they saw consumer interest trail off in most areas of Canada. So you know, McDonald's is just doing it in Ontario. Uh, certainly there may be some interest there, but we'll see. Okay, if, if it catches on in Ontario, you can bet McDonald's will be rolling it out, out elsewhere. Uh, you're with the Center for Consumer Freedom. What do you guys do over there, Well, are, are you guys funded by the beef industry? We're funded 
about the food industry in general, and we, that does include people in the meat industry. Um, yes. Okay. So you know, our general thing over the years has been to sort of consumer education, uh, as well as on the you know, here in the U.S. We've had some some various activist groups and politicians who want to run a nanny state about what people can eat, um, and so we've opposed that stuff. Uh, in the past as well. So you know, one part consumer education and, and one part advocates for, in general, consumer freedom in, in terms of what people can eat. Talking about the rollout today in Ontario of the new Beyond Meat Burger at McDonald's. This is like the big kahuna. They tried it at Tim Hortons. The Beyond Meat products there at Timmy's didn't really catch on with the consumers. They kind of backed off on it. But here we go with McDonald's here offering a Beyond Meat Burger. They're starting it today in Ontario. There's 28 different McDonald's locations in Ontario that are offering the Beyond Meat Burger starting today. It's called the PLT, Plant Lettuce and Tomato Burger. At McDonald's, the price... For a PLT is six forty nine, six dollars and forty nine cents Canadian for a PLT. Would you eat one of those? Would you like to see McDonald's in British Columbia sell one of these things? 604-280-9898 is the number to call star ninety-eight ninety-eight on your cell. My guest Will Coggin, Center for Consumer Freedom. Six forty nine, Will, what do you think of that price point? It's not bad. No, it's not bad. Uh, what's the price point for a quarter pounder up there? I'm not sure. Maybe around. I think a quarter pounder might be a bit more expensive than that, but I'm not sure. That's interesting. What we've seen here is actually uh, with some of these these uh, fake meat burgers, they cost a little bit more typically than a real yeah. beef burger does. Maybe you know two dollars more uh, if you're going out to let's say PGI Fridays or something. Okay. Uh, so they they do tend to cost a little bit more than than a real burger would. Let's say a real beef burger. Um, but again, it's it's not to the point where it's prohibitive. You know, it's not like it's double a price. Yeah. Uh, but certainly, that would that, that will influence people's purchasing. You know, I know McDonald's certainly has a very popular dollar menu or two dollar menu. So, um, six forty nine. You know, we'll see. Again, I think you'll see a lot of interest. Certainly, because you know McDonald's is trying this stuff out, and people go, "Oh, new product." You know, what sure. is this? BLT. Oh, sounds like BLT. I'll give it a shot. So, I think they'll they'll certainly initially see a lot of interest. You know, KFC did see a lot of interest in uh, in Atlanta. They tried out this, I think at just one location, they tried out like a fake fried chicken a few weeks ago. How'd that work and out? They saw a lot of interest there. Yeah, they, they saw a lot of interest. Now, again, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's one of those things where people might try and say, yeah, you know what, I'll just have the real thing, but it's fun to try. Um, so they did a one-day thing. So it's was, it was kind of a, a special promo down in Atlanta. So it, it's hard to say, again, you know, from an from extended uh, time frame, if this stuff will actually, uh, you know, how how successful it will be in the long yeah. run. Okay, 604-280-9898 is the number to call. Star 9898 on your cell. Hiya, Casey. Yeah. Hi, go ahead. Yeah. Hello. What do you think? Hello. Now, I think it's a great idea because, let's be honest, when you're going to McDonald's or you're going to A&W or you're going to Tim Hortons, you're not really looking for a healthy alternative. What you're looking for is a non-meat alternative. Speaking from experience, my wife is largely vegetarian. One of my sons is vegetarian. And it's not about so much the health choice in this case. It's about the non-animal choice. My son is yeah. vegetarian largely because he does, he's not a big fan of the way, you know, large proteins are harvested now. So if there's a plant option, 
he's going to take it. So we go to McDonald's, we go to A&W, I get a team burger, my other son gets a team burger, my wife and my other son, they get their uh, Beyond Meat burger. And you know what? They're good, but they're not healthy. They're burgers <laughs> at a fast food joint. Yeah. And you, you're going to know that going in, yeah. that you're not getting a healthy option. You want a healthy option, you go get a salad. These aren't salads, but they taste good and they're a non-animal option. And I think that's the big thing. And I think that's why this is going to be successful because it's going to give everybody a chance to go to McDonald's because who doesn't like McDonald's? It's the best fries in the world, let's be honest. So okay. I think it's a great, going forward, I think it's going to be successful largely because it's a non-meat option, not so much it's a healthy plant option. Casey, thanks for a good call. Will, are the, is the meat industry shaking in their boots here over this Beyond Meat fad? Well, I think that it's certainly on the radar of concern, and, and certainly the, yeah. if you if you listen to the rhetoric of the people running these fake meat companies, you know, I think that certainly is, is creating fear in people in the meat industry. You know, they, they just came out to an interview with the guy who runs the uh, company that has Impossible Burger. It's called Impossible Foods, and he said basically he wants to put the entire meat industry into a death spiral. Was his words, <laughs> and he wants to eliminate them by I think twenty thirty five. So wow. fifteen years from now. Yeah, so certainly the rhetoric coming out from these guys, you know, the guys who run these companies tend to be vegan, and they tend to want to get rid of, of you know, any, any, anybody raising livestock under any kind of conditions whatsoever. You know, ideologically, they're opposed to meat. Okay. Um, so, so certainly that, that, that is their goal at the end of the day. Let's go to Peter and Langley. Hey, Peter. Hey, uh, yeah, I don't eat them because of it. they're healthy. I eat them because it takes 13,000 liters of water to produce a single hamburger, and cows are some of the most uh, environmentally harmful products or livestock to raise. So it's not about health. It's about what we're doing to our planet. Will, what do you say to that? Well, the, the, I think there's, there's a lot of misconceptions there about the environmental arguments uh, regarding eating meat. And certainly this, this is actually some of the marketing material from these fake meat companies. They say, you know, we're so much better than animal agriculture. So I'll offer two, two points in rebuttal. Um, so one, you know, if you look at you know, here in the U.S., the EPA puts out a, an inventory every year of greenhouse gas emissions. And so if, if you listen to the fake meat companies or some of the, let's say, vegan activists at animal rights groups who, who uh, promote fake meat, you know, they will say that uh, animal agriculture is responsible for a huge percentage of greenhouse gas emissions. Right. But if you look at the EPA statistics here in the U.S., it's actually less than 4% of total greenhouse gas emissions are, are from animal agriculture. So the, a lot of times these people use let's, um, how they raise livestock in other countries, you know, third world countries where it's much less efficient. But here in the U.S., and I'm, I'm sure it's true in Canada as well, um, the, you know, it's, it's just not true. We are very well, at, at Okay, well, it may be, I guess, a small overall percentage of greenhouse gases, but would these Beyond Meat burgers or these other meat alternative burgers produce less greenhouse gases for the same amount of product they might but if you look at the overall reduction you know in the bigger scheme of things we're talking you know a very very small overall reduction if, if including if, if everybody went to these these plant-based diets um you know entirely so okay. i think it's it's very small uh, let's go to the overall reduction squeeze in one more call adrian but you got to go quick hi um hi. i just wanted I'm a vegetarian and my boyfriend's a vegan, and I agree with both of the previous callers. I was going to say it's the ethical treatment of animals and the climate, and it kind of sounds like your guest is like heavily 
lobbied by the meat industry to have to be saying that it's not a big effect on climate and agriculture. Okay, Adrian. Um, okay, Adrian. Thanks for the call. I hate to step on you there, but we're out of time. Um, Will, thank you. You did mention that you're par- partially funded by the meat industry. I got that right, right? Yeah, we have it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. That is Will Coggin, Center for Consumer Freedom on the day that McDonald's is uh, rolling out its Beyond Meat Burger in Ontario. Thanks a lot for your calls.